Good afternoon and welcome to Good News Updates with Living Compassion. I'm pleased to be joined this afternoon by Catherine who is here to speak with us about her experience of participating in the What We Don't See workshop. Welcome Catherine. Thank you, Jan. <clears throat> Thanks for being with us. Thanks for asking. So incredibly fabulous workshop. We had the first of three of the sessions this last mm -hmm. Sunday, and you were one of the folks who was participating in that. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about what you saw as you participated. Well, um, we, uh, it was a fabulous workshop, and we explored um, areas where, in my experience, it's easy to have blinders on. So um, I, one of the areas was negative thinking, um, negativity. Um, and so uh, we, we were just looking at it, what, what, uh, what having those blinders on, uh, what, what we are, what we lose out on. <laughs> that wasn't yes, what exactly. they said in the workshop, but it's, you know, it's, what, what but it we was one of the off? things, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm what exactly, what gets closed off? What, what do we not get as a result of that and the suffering that it causes? Mm -hmm. Right. And um, we, uh, one of the areas we, we explored was comfort mm. and discomfort. And I had a big aha moment uh, when, we were when we were looking at that. And the, the aha part of it was that when, when I am pursuing the single-minded pursuit of comfort denies, uh, uh, yeah, denies me the opportunity to see what I don't see, which is how ego is controlling me and my oh, life. God. Yeah. Yeah, and it is so big. So let me just underline that one part, sure. Catherine, because in a way that's <laughs> everything. But um, so that single-minded pursuit of comfort, kind of ego's comfort, denies you seeing what the. Say the second part. How did you say that? It was so perfectly put. It, uh, seeing that, seeing well, what what I don't see about it because Same I'm I'm see. so focused. Yeah. I'm fixated on comfort. I don't see ego is controlling that. And that, um, that was the piece. Yes, that how ego is controlling that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, and Sherry made the point uh, in the discussion that all of us over the age of puberty have experienced a lot of awful things. <laughs> you know, I mean, we've had those experiences of. Uh, public embarrassment and feeling put on the spot and feeling rejected and, you know, all of those things that, uh, you know, feeling and then feeling all the emotions, anger and not knowing what to do with that and um, uh, feeling all that and uh, we survived. We, yeah. you know, we made it through. And, um, but ego will tell us, will tell me, have, has me convinced anyway, that it, comfort is everything. That I have mm. to, I'm a, I avoid certain experiences, I avoid certain people, I avoid going to certain events because I don't 
I don't want to risk being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And so you uh, mm-hmm. life get, yeah, and life gets really small. And yeah. and what um what I what I also saw was that then I don't that denies me the experience that I can handle it, that I am right. just fine. Yeah, and but, as you said a minute ago, that I have handled it many times. Yeah. And here I am, completely all right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I, I was uh, looking at this uh, today and um, how in awareness practice, uh, a, lot, a lot of how we um, learn how to practice awareness and how we see through uh, what through, see through the suffering and get to freedom is by making ourselves uncomfortable. For instance, getting in the queue on open yeah. air, or example. yeah, yeah. Uh, or appearing uh, mm-hmm. on Good News update. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, saying yes to the invitation to be on Good News. What right. a what a crucial point, Catherine. Because so so yes, and I can really see how. Control, ego's control, is is such a big part of what you're seeing, because with that ego control, I'm supposed to avoid all situations that where I'm going to risk being uncomfortable, and not only do I not need to do that, but in doing that, I'm denying myself the very experience, the very process that allows me to transcend that and mm-hmm. to find out not only am I okay, it's it's amazing to do that right to do something like put myself in the queue and find out that I'm completely all right and in fact I get to see so much because mm-hmm. I participate or saying yes to being on good news mm-hmm. that, that therein lies the transformation yes yes and the same goes with uh, you know those family members maybe we'd rather avoid um, at or, or you know people at work uh, and finding out that, um, well, this has definitely happened to me. I'm thinking of a particular family member um, when we could get together before the pandemic, that uh, we, he and I are an op- polar opposite in politics. Mm. And uh, I knew this because of his Facebook postings. And um, when I, and so I would just kind of, well, I'm uncomfortable. I just don't know if I want to be around him and he's going to be there and I just don't know. And all of this, what am, you know, this discomfort around that. And so, however, when I go and I'm around him, I think he's wonderful. Mm. And <laughs> so it's, it's like, uh, which blows ego's mind. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Really bust yes. the heck out of ego. So all these beliefs and assumptions that go completely unquestioned because they're just me and who I am and I really think that and I feel that mm-hmm. way. Of course I feel that way and the, you know, all those things. But because you're practicing awareness and there are things like the encouragement to really look at, well, what is comfort and how am I being controlled by that process, then what you actually see, your actual experience is, in this case, no, I actually really enjoy this person. I don't mm-hmm. need to avoid being around them. Right. It's so clear, isn't it, Catherine, that the discomfort yeah. is the conversation itself that yes. creates the discomfort. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and this is, at this time of, of my life, so I'm retired. I retired a few months ago, and it's the first time I haven't worked by choice 
you know, mm-hmm. since I got out of school. And mm-hmm. uh, so there, I have a lot of this time. And, mm-hmm. um, of course, the pandemic put some restrictions on that. But there's been this, this conversation. It's all been conditioned mind conversation about what, what to do with this time. And, uh, well, you know, maybe something might drop in to volunteer. Oh, no, I might be uncomfortable. I might have to deal with some people I don't mm-hmm. like. Um, I might have those feelings that I don't, you know, well, I don't know how to do that. And it will be uncomfortable learning a new, you know, it's just, um, and, and I've been looking at that, uh, even before the workshop, I was just looking at, uh, boy, there's just a lot of resistance to, to, um, you know, any kind of reaching out, uh, joining a bird watching club or you yeah. know a hiking club for seniors yeah. or something that I I might really have fun with there's yeah. just all I've been looking at at that resistance and then it just dropped in that this comfort this whole uh area yeah. of comfort and is is uh you know a big way that conditioning is controlling me in that yeah, and how perfect that it really, and what you're saying, it really highlights how that's a piece of what we don't see because we're told, I can't put myself in those situations because you're going to be uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. And so then we never come up against whatever it is that, that is those beliefs and assumptions, and so we don't see them directly because we're right. never up against it because we don't put ourselves in those situations. So it's it's so perfect what you're seeing of realizing, well, you know, I really do want to participate in these things. And and I don't, it sounds like what you're saying is you don't need to be afraid of those, you know, that threat that you're going to feel uncomfortable because you're completely adequate to that and you're going to get to see so much. Right, yeah. Yeah, so awareness practice uh, is so handy (laughs) with that because it's like we know we know what's going on. So I go, I'm uncomfortable, yeah. ego does its worst, I'm just, I have a terrible yeah. time, but I'll see a whole lot, and I know Precisely. that it's all okay. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh, ego hated that party. Okay, good, yes. great. <laughs> I got to yeah. see a lot. I had yeah. a great workshop. Yeah, yeah. and you know, um, one at, at the speaking of workshops, at the one Sunday, um, I think Ashwini, Ashwini at, some, at one point was talking about well, the blinders will stop us from, uh, it's like from living our life, from like being with life as life is. And that's really what I want. Yeah. I don't care. If, I don't, I don't want to be comfortable. I want to yeah. be with life as, as life is. Because I'm alive. <laughs> I'm part of life. Yeah. You know, so. Right. Anyway. Right. Right. That we don't want those blinders that get put on us right. from experiencing life as it is. That what you actually want is to experience life as it is. Not to be, quote, comfortable, which is probably going to be ego's comfort, right? Mm-hmm. You want to be with life as it is. Right. E- ego's idea of comfort, in, at least in my experience, is, uh, you know, uh, hot fudge sundas and uh, Netflix, uh-huh. or, you uh-huh. know, just yeah. you know, just treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Give yourself cool. these wonderful treats that 
will make you feel terrible yeah. afterward, you know, kind of thing. So. <laughs> exactly, and keep you perfectly controlled, nice, safely within the battering cycle, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, yeah, well, what a great exploration, Catherine, and thank you for being with us this afternoon to talk about it. Thank you. All right. Go happy. Take care. Go happy. And Michael, we'll turn the show over to you. Wonderful. Thank you, Jen, and thank you, Catherine. Good afternoon, and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good afternoon, Sherry. Good afternoon, Michael. Wasn't that I love fun? that conversation. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I want to be with life Great. as life is. I don't want to devote myself to making ego comfortable. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there it is. Huh? There it is. Yes. Thumbs it up. Yes. Beautifully stated. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you? I'm I'm great. Thank you. Thank you. How are you doing? Good. 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 Wonderful. <laughs> Busy. Busy. Lovely. We're uh we're doing spring cleaning at the monastery. Wow. And uh, Great. yeah, and we're actually cleaning out about thirty-five or forty years of spring cleaning. <laughs> so it's uh, it's it's kind of big, and it's uh, it's a, a real walk down uh, memory lane, and also a a lot of uh, really. <laughs> why do we have forty-three of those? <laughs> why why do we? Yeah, that kind of thing. You know, you don't clean out your closets in decades. A lot of stuff gets in there somehow. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. A lot of stuff to look at. Mm-hmm. Physical stuff to look at. A lot of stuff to look at. Yeah. On every level. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Mm-hmm. I have I have announcements here unless you have something else to share. Oh, with no, no. That's good. I want to know what's going on. I want to be with life as it is. Great. Me too. And part of life as it is, is uh, Reflective Listening Buddies, which is one of our longest lived and most popular programs for a reason. There is no other support quite like it for practicing presence with participants required to show up for themselves and another every week for 30 minutes. And a new quarter starts July 15th. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a great one. It's a good one. Yeah, because you know, Michael, it's one. Yeah, it's one of those that yes, there's there's what a person gets out of the program itself, but then there's what participating in the program brings to the rest of the person's life. It's Mm. just a whole expanded awareness, Uh just based on that half hour a week of of being with another human being in that particular way. It just changes everything. It changes every relationship. I see. Are you saying that the, the training piece of it transforms us yep. and then that, yep. that affects everything? Yep. There is the element of, uh, so you've got your buddy and you can say whatever you want to say, right? For 15 minutes, you have somebody who's going to listen to you without jumping in to tell you how you should be different or what's wrong with you. Or, <laughs> I don't know if you have that in your life, but a lot of people do. So, yes. so there's that element of it, but then there's just practicing in that way, listening to somebody, being listened to, listening to someone else, reflecting them, being reflected, 
it just changes, it begins to change how we are in all other conversations. It brings a whole new level of awareness to the conversations that we're in, and the relationships that we're in. Yes, yes. I love how I'm required to show up and really bring as much attention and awareness as possible to reflecting mm -hmm. this other human being. Yeah. yeah. And is conditioning talking you out of a commitment that you really want to keep? If so, and if you would like some support, sign up for the Keeping Commitments Buddy Program beginning July 15th. Participants will be paired with a buddy for accountability and support during this kind and compassionate training. Mm -hmm. And a few reminders for today. If you'd like to get in the queue to talk with Sherry, you can press star six and then one to make a show. And a conversation on one topic, please, in about five minutes. It's fabulous. Mm. Yes, right. I think Thank we you, are Michael. ready here. You're welcome. All right. All right, here we go. First oh. caller. You are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, this is Helga in Charleston. Hi, hey, Helga. Helga. What's hi. going on? Well, you know, I just wanted to talk about something um, that happened uh, to me yesterday, and I, uh, because of the time, I can't call into the, uh, the morning show. Uh, in the year long because that's always, you know, lunchtime and uh, I'm busy making lunch for the children and everything. So anyway, so um, I had this experience where, you know, I, I play a lot of tennis and pickleball, so I hang out with people in a, in a social context. Um, and um, the other day there was a woman uh, that I've been playing with for a long time, but, you know, I don't know these people very well because mostly we just play and then we leave. Um, anyway, so there was... And Helga, Helga, yeah. Helga, hang on a sec. What is it that you're playing? I missed that. Oh, you know, I played tennis and pickleball. <laughs> just sports. Oh, okay, pickleball. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. and so mostly so, you just, you show up together and you play, but you're you're not... It's not necessarily your intimate social circle. It's just people exactly. who like to play this same game. Exactly. Okay. Gotcha. Exactly. But, you know, so I, you know, a lot of these people I've known now for a number of years. And um, so, one, you know, and, and a lot of these people are retired. Uh, but there's one woman that I've known also for quite a long time. And uh, she, it looks like she has a job because she has to leave earlier. And so I was going to ask her what she does for a living. And I didn't say anything. And then, um, you know, and then she left. And I looked at that afterwards. And I just, you know, I, I, usually, you know, it was such an um, a insignificant uh, thing in a way. But because, you know, we're, we're looking at these mechanisms, how we get controlled in, in, not, in not saying what we want to say. I just had another look at that for somehow I, I kind of like it gets, got stuck in my head a little bit. And, you know, and I realized afterwards that, and I've never seen that before, that I have this, um, that ego tells me, uh, you know, like small talk uh, 
it's just not what I do. And, you know, small talk is anything about the weather, what people do for a living, where they, you know, where they live. And, you know, and these are usually the things that people talk about. And I don't participate in that. But I really wanted to know, you know, because I like her. And, you know, it's just something I, you know, I was curious about. Um, and I could see how, you know, I get and it's like it's so fast. I mean, you know, I I just, I just didn't say anything. And if I weren't mm-hmm. looking more deeply into this little situation, I wouldn't even have noticed, you know, how I yeah. get kept from engaging with people because yeah. ego has told me a long time ago that these things are completely unimportant and I just I'm not interested in that. Uh, and if I want to talk to people, you know, it's like I can, you know, I can have deep, meaningful conversation or I don't talk at all. And I've just, you uh-huh. know, and I've just been really, it was just so interesting to see that it really um, keeps me from a lot of interactions with people. Uh, you know, well, and even sure if I decided, even if I decided, yeah, you know, I don't want to talk about the world. It's just not something I'm interested in. But I don't want to be stopped when I really want to know something about well well yes so right so you know it's hard to play tennis or pickleball with somebody and then get into a deeply meaningful conversation yeah so to, to me what what you've really caught on to is how one of egos big uh, ways of isolating. So there's yep. no, there are no, you're not allowed any bridges, right? It, it's either deep and meaningful or silence. There's exactly. no, Nothing at all. right? So it's like um, a tennis game is you, you get up and you slam that ball into the other person so they can't return it. And then they do the same thing with you. And then back and forth, back and forth, back and forth till the game is over and you go home. And it, probably pretty quickly, that, that would not be considered a fun game because what's fun is the back and forth, right? Yes. I mean, you want to score points. Your opponent wants to score points. Yes, absolutely. But it's the going back and forth that makes it a game. Right. right? And so the same thing with the conversation. It's, you know, you say something, she says something, you say something, she, and where are you going to start? Well, you've got to find out something about each other to find out what other things you can talk about. And so we start with these innocuous little topics like the weather and what we do for a living or where we live or, you know, whether or not we like the car we're driving or whatever it is. And, it, and they're just really little uh, volleys, right, or little, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, the thing when you just when you just said that, uh, you know, what I got was, it is really not about what I'm talking to with people at all. It's about connecting with them. It's like it. you know, whether I talk about the weather or whatever, you know. And I mean, I don't, you know, it's like I and I don't have to talk about the weather for ten minutes, you know, because to me the weather is just the weather. But 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 it's just about connecting with people, and that's what I. That's right. That's, that's what right. I lose. And that's all that's on. going on. That's yeah. all that's going on, isn't it? So there's a yeah. there's a song. I wish I could remember because it's come up two or three times recently. 
I think since we've been looking so much at conversation, but in, the lyrics in the song say something like, all of this stuff is just a way of saying I love you, which you can't do. You, you, can't, you can't say to a total stranger, you know, I find you really appealing. I think you're, you're a really interesting, attractive person. I mean, in, in society, <laughs> but, right, well, but most people, if that's your opening uh, foray, they're going to say, uh-huh, strange woman, I'm out of here. Right, and so and so we start with the weather, and then we work up to you know what kind of food we like, and you want to go get coffee, and then we find out you know who has kids in their life, and and it just and it grows, and you keep you keep connecting, and you like the connection, and it gets deeper, and pretty soon you're having deep and meaningful conversations. Mhm. Yeah, because you feel safe. Everybody feels safe. That's that's another part of it. Right? Not only do I find you to be a really attractive person that I would like to get to know, but I don't know if you're safe. I, I don't really I mean I have a feel about it, but I need to get a little more information before I'm going to trust you with deep and meaningful. Mm. That's just kind of how most, seems to me, most folks are conditioned. You know? Yeah. Other people are scary. We've been hurt by other people. Mm. So that's all fun to see, isn't it? And the thing that I appreciate so much about what you're saying, Helga, is that uh, when we do this kind of work, uh, this kind of awareness practice, and we, we're doing these exercises with all these different random, regular things in human existence, we start to see things that have been going on all of our lives that we've yeah, never exactly. seen for what they are. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, it yep. was like this like little thing that was really, as I said, you know, it seemed so insignificant at the moment, you know, and, and then, but somehow, yeah, because we, we're doing this practice right now about, uh, about all that, it, I took another look at that, and, you know, and, yep. then, and then, you know, then I see suddenly, yeah, you know, so I'm allowed to talk about this, and I'm not allowed to talk about that, you know. So what else is, you know, what else am I not a lo- allowed to, to talk about yes. with people in order to yes. connect? And, and what you just yes. said, I mean, and it's all, about, it's all about just staying separate. That's all. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. To, you know, to create this, uh, this persona that, that is just separate from everybody else. That's right. That's right. So that when you go home, you're going to go home with ego. Yeah. Ego's yeah. going to take you to the dance and ego's going to bring you home. And that's exactly <laughs> what it has in mind all the time. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that, Elga. That's wonderful. <laughs> Thanks. All right. So happy. Good night. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Helga. I love that conversation, Sherry. And, of course, I'm wondering what you know, made up inane rules am I following in my life that yes. I have no awareness yes. to and that make no sense and bring no joy, all of that. That's right. But we just haven't noticed them because they're just, yes. they're just scooting along below the radar, as the old expression goes. Yes. Right. And so I have no idea there's anything going on. I mean, that's just the <laughs> – and, you know, uh, Michael, with, with the thing that Helga was talking about, 
one one way that ego can take that, I'm not saying that it's taken it with Helga, but one way it can take those kinds of things is that this is what makes me better than everyone else. Oh, yeah. Right? Now, there's also the other side. You know, these are the things I have to hide because I'm really inferior yes. to other people in these ways. But there are yes. these ways that, you know, it's okay for me to judge other people as superficial or uh, that sort of thing, and and speak, I'm just not that. I'm just not like that. And and then when we do what Helga just described, you know, we're, and we're actually present for it. But yowza, <laughs> yowza, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the sense I got at the end there from what you were saying is really it's just ego maintaining its intimate relationship with me to the exclusion. Oh, of exactly. Else. Yes, yes, just just endless ways that it has, mm-hmm. innumerable ways that it has, innumerable, uh, no, I'm going to mutter the end of that word, uh, ways that it has of keeping me separate from everybody else. Mm-hmm. And they are all, they're all me. It's just how I am. Mm-hmm. But coincidentally, that's what they all come down to. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, whether it's what Catherine was talking about, you know, with the, the comfort and, well, no, I just, you know, I don't dance. Don't ask me. You know, mm-hmm. I, no, I don't do that. No, I don't enjoy that. No, I, you know, I like to do, no, I, I don't. <laughs> and, and we're trained never to question those things. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Big. All right. And we have another caller here, Sherry. Okay. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Sherry. Hi, Michael. It's Todd calling. Hey, Todd. Todd. Hey. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. I was Thank just you. thinking I, about I, you the other day because I, have, I haven't heard an update on your health. Oh, okay. And hate to an throw you off. On, an update on my health? Yeah. The last time I heard anything from you, of course, it's the pandemic, and yes. you have this thing going on, and you need oh. to go to the doctor's office, yes. and you know, the voices want to say this, and, yeah. uh, and then, mm-hmm. Can, can I report back? I've had a very um, um, positive outcome. Oh, I'm so glad. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got Good. diagnosed with skin cancer, but a very benign type, a very Good. less yeah. aggressive type, and and the the doctor immediately removed it, and I've had a follow up, and um, it's um, for now um, all gone. So all good, all gone, all, all good, all gone, and um, Good. just great, great um, Good. medical support here where I am. So I'm very grateful for that. Very great yeah. for that in the okay. midst of a pandemic. Yeah. And and I was really yeah. enjoying, um, you're talking about spring cleaning at the monastery, and I was thinking just, just the other day that it's been a while since I've been there with the pandemic and, and other things, and mm. I can't wait till the border opens. <laughs> Our border's still closed, so I can't really travel yet. But once well, those restrictions go anywhere lift, out of, yeah, yeah. Once mm-hmm. those restrictions lift, um, we'd love to... Uh, come down and, and spend some time at the monastery. I really miss it. Miss the um, That's a monastic clean, training. tidy, yes. very yes. mopped down, uh, yeah, clean closet monastery. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and I bet once everybody gets their second dose, I get mine next week, and and most of the oh, uh, vaccinations are done, um, and the borders are open, or, or people can come from all over the world. Uh, I bet uh, retreats will start up again at the monastery. I'm guessing. I I I don't know. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea because uh, yeah. I I, yeah. I my 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 plans actually don't extend beyond dinner tonight. And uh, and so I'm, I'm hoping that that's going to happen. I'm I'm really open to and optimistic yeah. about that. Beyond that, I just have no idea. We'll right. see. Right. Who yeah. who would have ever? I mean, can you imagine, Todd, if two years ago somebody had said, "And there's going to be a pandemic uh, yeah. that's going to hit the entire world and change mm-hmm. the way ev- practically everybody alive now." the way mm-hmm. you've experienced life all of your life, no matter what country you live in and what your mm-hmm. socioeconomic uh, status is, it's going to change every single thing about your life. We'd say, really? You'd say, oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. And then it happens. Yes. So we don't. Yeah. No, no, I, I love it. It's, it's such a, a great practice opportunity of that, that um, you know, that illusion of control. That illusion of control yes. that we and can knowing. know and right and knowing yeah. and and that we can somehow manipulate the future somehow. <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. Ego thinks it can manipulate yes, the Todd. future. Yes, and and that if it doesn't go the way the voice in my head says it should, then I need to be disappointed. I need to feel mm-hmm. bad. I need to mm-hmm. feel like a failure, or I've been ripped yeah. off, or whatever it is that's going on. Failing to realize that, well, that never existed anywhere except in my head. Yes. Or even worse at times is I'm to blame. The, 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 yeah. the oh, future yeah. didn't materialize the way it should have. Like yeah. I, I'm yeah. somehow. Yeah, because if you were the right person. Oh, yes, I'm the right person mm-hmm. and did the right thing. And, and I just love the year-long retreat right now looking at um, how authenticity speaks. And, and uh, reflective listening, but I've been doing a long time reflective listening buddies and it is one of my favorite practice uh, uh, opportunities that I participate in quite regularly and that is just like you said Sherry it's just you not not only the weekly commitment and showing up and practicing presence and all the there's so many layers to it which I love so many subtle mm-hmm. layers of privileged environment but taking it out into the well in quotations the real world it's been, for me, um, just, it has altered and, and transformed all my uh, personal relationships with people. It, is, it has transformed all of them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and the, the wonderful thing, now, of course, we call that the other world, right? But oh, the, the, world. the thing that's so wonderful is that, and I'm going to project this onto you, uh, the other folks have no idea that you're actually, <laughs> in quotes, doing something. No idea. I, they, they, I love they, it. No idea at all. Yeah. It's yeah. just that you're really there and you're paying yeah. attention and you're listening yeah. and you're interested and right. uh, all of those kinds of things. And yet it's all a skill that you've learned and practiced over the years. Yeah, it is. And what I've found just, just recently practicing with each weekly assignment with the year-long retreat and, and watching, you know, how conditioning models in there with, with communicating with folks. But Using reflective listening skills and also the added facilitation skills, which we don't use in reflective listening, but it's like, like drawing out and clarifying, it really assists me in not getting triggered by maybe somebody else's conditioning. Mm-hmm. 
it, that is one of the greatest uh, benefits that I've received is my conditional triggers have lessened to a degree where I rarely get triggered by another individual in, 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 in their presence, uh, rarely, uh, because all I'm doing is reflecting, uh, clarifying, and drawing out. That's, that's right. And so if somebody says something that uh, the voice in your head would say is outrageous or, right. uh, or offensive or, or, or whatever or it is. Or critical. Or critical, sure. Or critical, right. Yeah. You turn to those skills exactly. and you, you can say something yeah. like, really? yeah. uh, can, can you say a little bit more about right. how you're how you, how you seeing that? And by the yeah. time you say that, you realize, wait a minute, <laughs> this has nothing to do with me. Right. I'm really interested in what this person is experiencing. Exactly. Yeah. I'm really interested that they're projecting on me uh, an experience of me that I didn't experience. Like if they say, Todd, I think you're really lazy and I'm you know, actively busy. I'm going, wow, really? I'm curious how you really? see that I'm lazy or you know, whatever. I'll just use that as an example. Yeah. But, yeah. And, yeah. And, and tell it me, just, tell just, me more. <laughs> right. You know, I'm really <laughs> curious about the whole the whole, you know, pr- projection. So, yeah, I just, I, I love the program. I love the structure of it um, and, and just the way that it, we're supported so much um, with, you know, support calls and training and um, ability to email our facilitators if we have any questions or concerns. So, uh, a big, uh, yeah. deep gash show to, to all the programs and practice, but especially for me, Reflective Listening Buddies, one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it, uh, just another thing about it is, uh, that it's something that anybody can do anywhere in the world. I mean, most yes. of our things are virtual now, of course, and so it, it yeah. does open it up for people everywhere to participate. But this is one where I mean, you can mm-hmm. you can have a buddy anywhere in the world, <laughs> and, and uh, so it's I've a had one. yeah. It, I've had them all over the world. Yeah. So I, I've had them twelve time zones away, which is very fascinating for scheduling. But I I've, I've worked with it. <laughs> you know. Yes, and it and it's really in interesting the- to get to have that kind of living in such a different place in such a different yeah. culture and yeah you know 7 a.m my time is 7 p.m or 8 p.m their time which is really fascinating i'm just getting yeah. up and they're just getting their their day's ending my day's beginning which is fascinating uh-huh. just to look at that whole thing mm-hmm. but yeah so anyway yeah. thank you Challenges sherry thank you michael thank you yeah. todd i love all nice, this good nice news to thank you. you all good news thank you all right bye-bye go happy bye-bye Go happy. Thanks for joining us, Todd. And uh, it's great. It's great to hear from Sangha and hear everybody's practice. Sherry, it's a great privilege. Yeah. 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 What a, what a wonderful way uh, to share life. Yes. yes. Share a lifetime. Yeah. Yes. Very beautiful. And Sherry, we are going to hear from our sponsor, and then we'll come back and talk with more callers. All right, sounds good. Thank you. You're welcome. What if you lived with your soul as your pilot? What skies would you fly? How wide would you open? What would you sing if you gave voice to your beautiful heart? This great song by Trish Bruxford Culligan invites us to give voice to our hearts. Simply Celebrate offers you a variety of ways to express your heart, and one of those is by celebrating the people you love. Our one-of-a-kind customized celebration books are like magic mirrors that reflect all of the laughter, adventures, and delight that friends and family share. Clients tell us that this is the best gift ever. 
Give voice to your heart and give a gift of love that lasts a lifetime. Visit simplycelebrate.net and turn ordinary days into an extraordinary life. Welcome back to Open Air. And Sherry, we have another caller here. All right, good. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hey, everyone, this is Rico. Hi, Rico. Hey, Rico. Hi. Hi, Well, How are you doing? Well, uh, I've had a two-month, what do we call it, a workshop intensive on uh, particularly the first two noble truths. The, the uh-huh. cause of suffering and uh, suffering. And so, yeah, I've, I've really got to uh, have a very rewarding investigation into that, through, particularly through some uh, kind of extreme health challenges. So, but yeah, I'm coming out of it and uh, really, really grateful for practice that has served me well. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so I'm going to project that you saw all of this as something to practice with, not something to get through and then look back on. Oh, no, not the the first one exactly, gee whiz, like. And uh, moreover, it's like, oh, uh, it's so much more interesting not being someone who is suffering as opposed to saying, oh, here is suffering. Oh, this is suffering. Oh, that's suffering. That's the body is suffering. Am I suffering? Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm not suffering. A body is mm-hmm. suffering, but uh, is it happening to someone? Well, only if I identify with it. Uh-huh. Only if I identify uh-huh. with it. So I'm guessing uh, that if people were to translate that a little bit, uh, the body is experiencing all kinds of conditions, right? And there, there might be pain and um, uh, all, all levels of discomfort, right? Extreme. But you, yeah, but you are not suffering over what the body is going through. And exactly, and what's so... Uh rewarding is uh, there was such a, a great learning opportunity, like huge, 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 huge uh, breakthroughs that could never, ever have been uh, observed and lived through hadn't, I had no choice. No choice. Yes. Simply, whoa, yeah. we, we yeah. elected this surgery and, whoa, did it pack a wallop. What a wallop. Yeah. And so uh, then uh, 15 days following the surgery, uh, I had a, a very, very close call with, uh, as you say affectionately, what, we, what do you say, checking out of this hotel? You said that before. I've heard you, you, you almost paid the bill and left. 
I really so. Uh, but uh, I just got a report from the, uh, the hospital, and uh, it's it was really a close call. And uh, but what's curious is, uh, against medical advice, I discharged myself. And uh, I don't know when the last time you were in the hospital was, but it's impossible to to rest with all the computers going every 12 minutes. I mean, it's like a five-alarm fire bell going off. Yeah. And so... uh, Yeah, I I, I fortunately, blessedly, maybe, listening to you, maybe not so fortunately, but I I haven't been in as a patient, but being with people, um, you know, staying with people who are in the hospital and just watching somebody go through that, just barely fall asleep and then be jerked into wakefulness by this bedlam of uh, of noises and people, wow. the lights come on and come into the room and, you know, check your arm and check your this and check your that. And you think, oh my God, what a way to treat a body, a mind and a spirit that has, is already so challenged. Exactly. This is crazy, so doesn't it? You can, you can probably uh, catch a drift of what I'm about to say, and that is after about seven or eight hours uh, in the emergency room, uh, the condition had somewhat stabilized, and uh, I asked the attending doc, like, what's next? He said, well, we, we keep you here overnight. I said, well, can we, like, mute the ding, ding, ding? No, sir. I said, well, can you get me my discharge papers? And the doctor said, are you crazy? You're going to die or go into a vegetative coma. And so I, I took this information in, and I don't know whether you would say I consulted with the mentor or just went to that quiet voice within, and the voices say, I need rest more than I need any more intervention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Paige, would I rather really... die in a coma or being tortured to death? Yeah, exactly. So anyway, uh, um, by the grace of God, or that which animates, or however culture you were raised in, that comes more easily to your lips. Uh, I made it through it. And again, Mm. it was another uh, profound learning experience. So uh, what I really notice about this is, and I I don't know if you've said it or how I've heard it somewhere in this song or another, but it's like when you're really committed to seeing how the voices work to torment us, when we see how ego has us in a box, everything that comes along the road is a gift to yes. learn from and grow from. Yes, it is. Yep. And yeah. I would have never, ever, ever elected for this curriculum no. I'm just coming out of. I yeah. Never. No, no we would never choose it. Here it is. Yep. Anyway, there's a yep. question behind all of this. 
And uh, I had written you an email, I don't know, a few weeks ago. I don't know if maybe it went into your spam or something, but I had a, a burning question. Oh. And, oh. Um, I never got answered. So is it okay if I ask you the question now? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, uh, the book you recommended about awareness practice, uh-huh. and, uh, awareness watching awareness, and it's it's not about the breath, and it's not about paying attention to the body. It's something other than that. It's more than that. I have to tell you, Sherry, I am just lost. So any advice or guidance would be... Just lost. Oh, well, okay. Oh, Rico, you are not at all lost. You're not even close to lost. So... <laughs> When when you're when you're uh, when you're telling me about what happened to you, you know you can go back to any split second practically in that whole that whole well we can't call it an ordeal now that we've established it's a gift right but that whole saga right you can, you can tell me minute details about that true yes yeah so. How, how how can you do that? And I'll tell you what the answer is, okay? Awareness. You're aware. Yes. You're conscious yes. of what's happening. And that's what you are. You are that yes. awareness. You are that consciousness. I really get that. That's That really came home through this... Uh, so you are not life, lost. Life experience. No, no, no. That's but right. I guess my question more specifically is: I, I get awareness. So if I if I harvest a beautiful rose from my breakfast table, uh, there can be awareness of the, the the rose and and the and the perfume of it. There's awareness of that. There's awareness of this body sitting with the rose but in in the book it, it encourages the reader to go to awareness watching awareness that's where I get okay here's 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 the here's the the bottom line on this one okay all that's being encouraged is not to go into a dualistic conditioned mind oh Okay, so there is the awareness, and then you can watch awareness. You can watch the attention go go out away from just being aware. You can watch attention go out and make an object of the rose. Okay, um. you, you there are your eyes see it. There's the mind says that's a rose. The nose says, oh, that smells good. Uh, ego probably says, oh, I like that, or, oh, that's cloying, or whatever opinion ego has, right? And when that's happening, you're no longer aware of the awareness. Okay. So well, I don't know the encouragement is to, the encouragement is to, uh, what's being described is to bring attention back to awareness. And, you know, the definition of bliss is, 
when attention is on awareness and awareness is on attention, that's what our experience of bliss is. And that is how our authentic nature is described. Wow. Well, that sure makes it easy to follow. Doesn't it? I'm so glad. I know, but when we start thinking about it, you know, when when we start trying to figure it out, when we go into conditioned mind, then it's, it's, what the heck are they talking about? But when we when we go to that very simple place and we can watch it, 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 it so you know you'll hear in uh, in from that tradition and from Zen and uh, all basically non-dual orientations to life. Um, as soon as you start thinking, there's misery. Why? Because you've identified with a separate self, and now you're in the world of duality and you've left authentic nature, and you're going to suffer. You've now become somebody who's going to suffer. When we don't do that, when we just stay with the heart, stay with authenticity, stay with our true nature, then the experience that we have is of happiness. We're alive. We're glad to be alive. It doesn't matter what. It's not a, I'm happy with this, or I'm happy with that, or I'm unhappy with this or that. It's not that. It's happiness is. It's what life is what intelligence is. It's what animates us. I'm right with you, Sherry. All right. <laughs> it's a happy that, place but, to be, isn't it? Well, it, it really is, and, and that's where uh, I was going, and yet uh, I just, how do you say, I just wanted to get some clarity that I, I hadn't, missed an aspect of it. Gone off a rail somewhere? Yeah. Well, no, and no. you know, Rico, one of the things that people struggle with, and they'll say it, you know this, they'll say it about Zen endlessly. It can't be that simple. Uh, it cannot be that simple. And the answer uh, always is, yes, not only can it be that simple, it is that simple. And if we get out of our heads and stop thinking about it and making things difficult, then yeah, it's that simple. It just, this is it, this is it, this is it. There. There isn't an alternative. There's no alternate reality in which something is different. You are not separate from life. Nothing is. There's just this. This is it. There's nothing to think about. There's nothing to do. There's nothing to get. There's nothing to be. Because we already are. Ooh. Oh, jeez. I'm glad I didn't die... Uh, I'm glad you didn't, too, for a lot of no, reasons. No, I'm not kidding. No, really. So, uh, I'm, I'm not either. You drive down the 101 sometimes, I bet. And I think it's a little past Burlingame or something on the uh, bay side of 101 when you're going south. You'll see if ice cream sandwich factory is called It's yes. It. The, it's you know that? It. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. It's been 100 years. Yeah. And every time I... <laughs> It, I laugh and laugh and laugh. It's yeah. It's this it. it. This is it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, sir. Glad you're with us, Sherry. Thank you so much. Deep, 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 Kasho. You are thank you, welcome. Michael. For as so to you. Time. Good night. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for joining us, Rico. And Sherry, I will never look at that sign the same way again. <laughs> 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 Thanks to Rico. Yeah.
Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny. Sometimes, uh, like, uh, you, you know, I, you know, my mind works in T-shirts and bumper stickers, right? And yes. I really, I, I do think I miss my calling, not going into advertising, but um, <laughs> or maybe politics. I don't know. But it, you know, I'll encounter a, a saying, you know, and think the person that that came to, the person that had that awareness was so happy. Mm. You know, you know when, you, when something like that, so it dropped in for that person who started that company uh, yes. or whomever, you know, that, 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 and then that's the name of it, and that's, that's what it is, and then it goes up <laughs> yeah. on that sign, and, yeah, and generations of people drive down 101 and <laughs> see that sign, and, yeah. Yes, yes. I have that experience with Peace Corps a lot when I read them in the morning. It's like, wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And you can just picture that person when yes. that appeared in their mind and they, they're just stunned with <laughs> yes. the magnitude yes. of it. Yep. Yes. The beauty. Yes, great. And we have another caller here, Sherry. All right, good. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hello, Sherry. Hello, Michael. This is uh, Laith from Virginia calling tonight. Hi, Laith. Hello. Hello, Sherry. What's going on? Um, so I've been thinking about something that I wanted to really share with someone, like whoever is, and I, I find no one else better than you to share this with, because um, I've read a lot of your books. I have been uh, doing recording and listening for a while now. Um, I feel like there's one subject that I always kind of steer away from, which is uh, very important to me. It's some experience that I've had, and I feel very... Uh, I feel like it's very difficult for me to talk about. So uh -huh. I try to like sum up the courage to the end and talk about it. Um, it's about it's about a breakup that I've had in, in my life. And it's been like a very, uh, I think soul crushing is the word that popped up in my mind when I was trying to prepare for this talk and when I was trying to like, think of something to say to you about it and it just feels like it doesn't it, it feels like it always comes back to me it always comes back whatever I do whatever I uh, talk about it, however I like record about it it's always present in my life I feel like um, I'm at some point I'm like feeling like I can't let it go it's so attached so much in my mind that it's uh, almost solid like I can't feel like I have the, the ability to let it go. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and you no, know, I just wanted to like, if, if there's any insight I can find from talking to may, you. May I, ask, may I ask you something about that? Yes, sure. Okay. When did this happen to you? A long time ago. Um, two, three years ago. Okay. Okay. And, and has, has your relationship with it changed at all over the last two or three years? Yes, a lot. Um, it has changed in so many different ways. 
mm-hmm. I've looked at it before and I've seen it as uh, something bad and I've seen it as something good. I've, you know, laughed at it. I've, you know, thought that it's uh, something that's, you know, has matured me in some way. But I feel like it always comes back for some reason. Like it doesn't just leave and, and um, you know, doesn't like end the chapter doesn't end it always has something else for me to like see and look through and and keep looking at and keep uh exploring i guess okay oh now that's really interesting to me mm-hmm. so um let me ask you about that one okay so right. when you were first talking about it yes. it sounded like no matter what how you approached it yeah. you would come back to this same orientation to it, you know, that it's whatever. How, how, if you had a couple of words to describe, soul-crushing, soul does it make you sad? Does it, it, does it feel devastating? Uh, does it, um, is there? It just puts me in, in a mood that I feel like I'm letting go of something so precious, like, um, you know, like leaving behind someone that I really cared about and it doesn't feel good. Yes, there's not a feeling of something good or pleasant in it. It's uh, right, sad. Right, no, it's very, it's very sad. It's, yes. it's a tremendous loss. Okay, but then what you said just a minute ago, it sounded as if that experience mm-hmm. uh, is something that constantly comes up and you're almost looking at it through a new lens if something if your life yeah. is different maybe you have a different job or you're talking to somebody new or yeah. is that did i hear that correctly you did yes it keeps changing okay. keeps coming back in different ways and different um yeah it keeps coming back in different ways different yeah different different ways and and each time then you're you're put in touch with this deep sadness. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. In a very different way, because sometimes and, it feels like I have experienced something good and it happened and that was nice and you know feel like I'm saying goodbye to it and everything and then that happens and then you know three four days afterwards I feel like it comes back to me and it makes me feel very different. Like sometimes. You know, this feeling of devastation, of sadness, comes back, oh, always and somehow. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, when you have done recording and listening with this, um, do you do do the two-handed recording so that the guy that this happened to is able to talk? Mostly I've done maybe one or two recordings about it. I feel like I mostly do it, uh, I try to do it consciously. I try to like address it as a feeling that, you know, comes up and for me to feel it is the way for me to like let go of it. But that is taking so long. I feel like, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a Western psychology, uh, notion that I, I <laughs> first of all, I suspect is overrated, and second, I'm pretty sure isn't true. So, okay. uh, you know, decades ago, 
the whole, there was this whole thing of, you know, you, it, it, you're angry and you yeah. need to get in touch with your anger and you need to express your anger and right. you need to tell your parents and you need to pound on <laughs> mattresses and you need to, you know, and all that happened was that right. people would get more and more and more angry, right? Because they're just living in this story of how angry I am, which is very right. different from feeling whatever the feeling is when it comes up, right? Uh, and so with loss and grief and that sort of thing, uh, mm-hmm. you know, initially everything reminds us of the loss. You know, if somebody close to you dies, then, yep. and they've been a big part of your life, then everything in your life reminds you of that person and you're just constantly living in sadness and grief and then time passes and they're not a part of your life any longer. And so right. there's more and more distance, but there will always be those things that, that bring them up uh, into conscious awareness and then the sadness is there and the that sort of thing and then time passes and there is that but it's also accompanied by being able to remember happy times and you know uh laughter and and fun that you had and that sort of right. so that whole that whole process right so here's this is my encouragement i hope you'll try this and then you'll give us a call back and and, and talk about how it goes but to do the two-handed recording so that you put the recorder in your right hand, right, and you let him talk. The guy who, not not so much the guy uh, who had the devastating experience, that you know, but the one that that is uh, struggles with the fact that it keeps coming up, it keeps coming okay. around. Yeah, let him right. talk, and then you be the mentor therapist person for him, his best friend right, who's going to listen to what he has to say and, and see if you can start getting some insights into um, what is keeping this uh, at, as such a constant. Because right. when things don't change over time, it's, mm-hmm. it's very often because something is holding them in place. What comes up to mind is maybe I'm afraid of it or afraid of addressing it or maybe talking about it. Because this is my, uh, maybe the first time talking about this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure there's, you know, there's every kind of emotion about it, right? right. And, and, you know, we're not built to be really excited about, in quotes, going back to traumatic events and living through right. them. But the the reason for that is because if you have to go back and you have to go through all of this again, that that's scary because you don't want to be more upset than you already are, right? Uh, right? So we dread that kind of thing. But to go back with a friend, mm-hmm. to go back with somebody who's going to be right there with you and listening and supporting and somebody to talk it over with so that you're not alone with it, that's a very different experience. Right. And that's the one I'm hoping that you'll, that you'll have. So, so you can explore all of this uh, with the mentor and not be alone with it and let everybody have their say, starting, starting with this guy who um, it sounds like would really like to move on and keeps having yeah. the experience of this coming around again. And so what, what's, you know, what's going on with him 
and can you get some insights about this continuing to come around in the same way? What's what's going on with that? Uh-huh. Now keep in mind, yeah. keep in mind what this is called is awareness practice. It's mm-hmm. not called fix yourself practice or become the person you should be practice or any of those kinds of things. So we're just we're just doing this to to gain some clarity, some insight, uh, to see some things from a new angle, like that. Right. Untangled, whatever is uh, yeah. there to be untangled, I guess, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and it, you know, in that process, you, you know, you are going to have to confront some fear. That's okay. You can confront that in the same way. You know, if you had a, a best friend who went through something like this and said, you know, I just, I, I'm really afraid to test that again. It's just so painful. It's so awful. Well, okay, but let's let's take it slow. Just right. one thing at a time. Let's, we'll just look at that. We'll just do that little, that little part, and we'll talk about it. And, yeah. Right. I see. Okay. And then you'll you'll let us know. I see. So I have one more question, if you don't mind. No. We're almost um, out of time, but let's. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm taking too long. <laughs> no, no. Um, so, not at so all. my other question is: so you always stress on doing the two-handed recording. Uh, is there anything else yeah. I can do beside that, or like in addition to that, just like a, well, a better way? No, not no. that I know of. <laughs> I mean, you could, you know, you could find a therapist, and you could go and pay your money and sit there for an hour or 50 minutes or whatever it is and talk about this. Uh, But you know my view. I mean, not that therapy isn't wonderful and and hasn't changed many, many lives and therapists are good and kind and wise people. They're only available at certain times, right? And whatever you say to them is not the same as you're saying it to you and you're hearing it from you, Mm -hmm. for you, by you you so no this is the this is the best process I know of there there may be better ones but I don't know of them awesome I'll definitely try that I'll definitely sit with myself and, and do some recordings and yes and, and don't just do it once okay it, because again it's it's like any relationship <laughs> you know if you you want to go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and it's going to take some repeating just Again, if you if you found a therapist to go to, you're not going to go to one session and figure it's going to be all taken care of. So right. you, it's something you're going to want to do again and again and again and build that relationship, explore that whole thing. It's almost like starting a new conversation with someone who I haven't talked to or you know been in, in touch yeah. with in a, whole, in a long time. It takes a couple of, of That's time. That's exactly right. That's right. It's what we started out with uh, talking about with Helga, right? It's creating a relationship. It's growing trust and confidence and intimacy. Yeah, exactly so. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Right. This is really helpful. You are so welcome. Take good care of yourself. Thank you. Have a good night. Goodbye. All right. right. Thank you. You too. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Leith and Sherry. It's a, such a tremendous privilege to be with Sangha and to hear from them. It it's really just is. incredible. 
it's I I don't have that yeah. experience anywhere else, and um, it's tremendous. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, as we always say, we are so fortunate. Yes, we really are. are. It's the I don't know what we did to deserve this, but thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you for being here tonight, Sherry. And you too, Michael. You too. Take good care of yourself, all right? Yes, and thank everyone, and go happy. Go happy.